Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we, we die. die. I have an announcement. I have an announcement. The Minnesota Vikings are on the clock. Oh! Get the flag. There's the flag. There's the flag outdoors. Let's go. We're alive. We're Barely. alive on this Friday morning. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a freaking blast last night. By the way, we're going to get into... So we, we we broke down the Jordan Addison thing kind of in the moment. We'll do more Jordan Addison discussion over on Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd today, and it'll be a theme throughout the weekend. We're going to take more of a, a quarterback angle here on this day two after uh, the first round of the draft. But a shout-out to our friends at TCL for uh, helping power this show on a regular basis. TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL and learn more at TCL.com. So I think last night, thanks to our friends at Surly, at Park Tavern, and the hundreds of people that showed up at Park Tavern, and we had, at I think there's over 50,000 views on that, overnight on that, live uh, draft stream, we had 10,000, just under 10,000 concurrent viewers at one point as the Vikings were about to make that pick. Score North has been around now for four years. It's a, it's a fairly new brand. Um, we've been, the three of us have been really just like, it's, it's a three-man team with some great help and some people at Hubbard Radio that are supportive and help us produce. I think last night was the best night in the history of Score North. Maybe I'm maybe I'm maybe it's a hot take, but I feel like last night was the best night in the four year history of Score North. So previous to this, I thought it, it might have been the uh, the draft party that we did a year ago at Surly, which was mm-hmm. a ton of fun. But of course, it was very cold and we were outdoors and the crowd w- was out- outdoors. Uh, yeah, you know, if I had to uh, rank them, I, I would say my top three now are the first. Yes, the first draft party at Surly is three. The second one would, would be our um, Viking Ventline episode that we did live from the Mall of America, where people were literally hanging from the second yeah. deck, which was awesome. <laughs> and then last night was one. So it was super cool. And again, I am just so, I guess I, we all are, appreciative and thankful because our listeners 
and viewers are just so awesome. And it's great to be in a community where I think the goal is the same. And it's not to just, just enjoy the game. Just sit back and watch the game. It's a, yeah. it's an actual goal to before any of us die to see this team win a Super Bowl championship. I think that resonates really throughout this show to everyone that watches it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was awesome, man. I mean, so many people, the place was packed. I mean, I've been to park tavern hundreds of times uh, for non-related purple daily events, and I've never seen it that packed before. Um, Appreciate everyone also giving a line for my like three bathroom breaks because I have the I have the worst bladder of the three, even though I'm the youngest of the three on the show. When I gotta go, I gotta go. Phil won. Um, you know, so yes, Phil did win that one. It was actually, awesome. you know, I think fun. the yeah the headline of last night. Okay, Jordan Addison, Will Levis, all that stuff is great. Old Macadac here did not take a bathroom break. In fact, I think it's worth waving a flag. Of, I don't know. I don't even have a flag. I got the flag. The flag came home with me. I did get it home safely. Did you, uh, yeah, did, did, uh, did, did you put the seatbelt on the flag? Just make sure. There was sure. a security detail, and the flag had its own ride. So, okay. like, it was on its own schedule. Security it had, had an to escort. usher it out, but it did get home. Amazing. So, yeah, thank you, everyone, whether you watched on YouTube, whether you were there at Park Tavern last night. It was so much fun just meeting as many people as we did, uh, people that came in from Denver, from Atlanta, from Virginia, from all sorts of areas of the country. Um, yeah, we're just, we're super thankful. We appreciate all of you. We're just the three idiots that kind of uh, organize this this whole thing every day on Purple Daily. But it's the fans and it's the listeners and the viewers that, that really make this thing go. So, um, yeah. So with that, let's talk about the Vikings. Last night, they drafted Jordan Addison. But they had a chance to draft Will Levis. And we'll kind of turn this into a hybrid feedback Friday, too. We'll mix in some feedback, and we'll give kind of our opinions on this. But So we'll, let's start with Andre Kraus, who, who chimes in via the Score North app. There's a feedback tab. You can hit us up. We do this every Friday. It says, I've been seeing a lot of post-draft grades for the first round. Surprised to see a lot of criticism toward the Vikings. The theme in every critique is that they passed on drafting a future franchise quarterback in Will Levis or Hendon Hooker. I think the Vikings are getting the majority of the criticism for passing on these two because they were the last team on the board without a long-term answer at quarterback. Although it would be fun to draft a quarterback in the first round, I'd much rather them take a receiver that they love versus a quarterback that's just there and convenient. I think the source of all these poor grades is more mockers being wrong about their analysis of Will Levis and Hendon Hooker they're taking the frustration out on the Vikings. <laughs> Houston, Indy, Washington, Vegas, Seattle, Atlanta, Tennessee, all passed on these guys. It sounds like some of these mockers are unwilling to admit when they were wrong. That is um, actually put very well, I, I think. And I, I think part of it, too, is on the quarterback, you know, the Vikings in particular were mocked. Well, I mean, think about the steam in the last two weeks or so. You know, they're going to take Hooker. Levis they're going to take you know if so and so falls and so yes I think that there is definitely a a frustration that the Vikings did not follow through and you know we by the time you get to the Vikings pick you have to realize that there's going to be a lot of times a disconnect between what the mocking community hears and believes which you know as we've discussed you guys a lot of times it's just complete smoke screens which teams put out there and what's really going to take place I think if you have been discussing 
the Vikings draft and using the word fun is perfect because it would have been fun. Like the park tavern, right. if they had taken Levis in that draft would have, you know, just gone berserk. Yeah. But the reality is we have mentioned the possibility of, of Addison and a wide receiver for how long now? So, yeah, I think if you follow the Vikings closely, you're not surprised. Mm-hmm. I think that if you're a more of a national pundit who said, well, this team needs a quarterback, and so they're going to, to, to take one. And then to get a guy who fell through the entire first round. And the last point on Hooker, I'm sticking with what I was saying the entire time. I think that was a huge smokescreen. I, mm-hmm. I think that that was put out there. And it's not that the Vikings didn't do their work on, on him and all of the rest of the quarterback class. But I think the hooker thing was a very convenient smokescreen the entire time. I don't think Hendon Hooker in any way, shape, or form was ever going to the Vikings or probably in the first round. Yeah. No, obviously time will tell. And there, there's a chance that Hooker or Levis could become great franchise quarterbacks. And you know, Lamar Jackson fell to 32. Aaron Rodgers fell into the 20s. So you, th- there are examples of guys that quarterback desperate teams pass on for whatever reason. And then you wind up regretting it in retrospect. I don't know. Maybe they will wind up regretting Will Levis. But sometimes, you know, you guys know me. I'm a former poker player. And you like to think about the big hands that you get, you get pocket aces or, you you know, you hit a flush or something and you win a big hand. But sometimes it's the hand that you fold and don't play that wins you the poker tournament. And I wonder if that's what happened with the Vikings last night, where I'm not afraid of whiffing on a first-round quarterback. I think people people overreact to, like, Christian Ponder, it's our post-traumatic Christian Ponder uh, PTSD, right? So I do believe that whiffing on a quarterback doesn't have to set your franchise back. But it, it's not ideal. You'd rather not whiff on a quarterback. And maybe the Vikings avoided whiffing on a first-round bus quarterback last night. Maybe they, maybe they looked at their cards, said, that's a pretty good hand, but... I don't know. I feel like there's, I, th- I think it's maybe time to uh, live to fight another day when it comes to quarterback. Maybe by folding the Will Levis hand, they actually did the right thing and set themselves up wherever it may be. Maybe it's next year, and we can talk about some of this. Maybe it's a Trey Lance trade, but they but by folding on Will Levis, maybe that's the right thing for the franchise. I also have to believe, too, uh, so yes, Quasi's in charge of the, the draft, and I totally get that, but you know, I have to believe that with O'Connell playing a huge role, that he clearly saw something he didn't like enough. Like that—that's the thing. Is I'm until O'Connell proves that that he's a quarterback buffoon, and it does not look that way in any way so far, right? Um, my God, he milked 13 wins from Kirk and t- turned him into at least in the regular season a, a different quarterback. He deserves a ton of credit for that, and I think he deserves at this point in time the benefit of the doubt. So. If Kevin O'Connell told Crazy, yeah, you know what, those two guys aren't it, I'm a lot more inclined to say, okay, I'll accept that than the old days where Zim's like, ah, quarterbacks, I hate them, and Spielman's like, I really don't know how to draft one. Like, that's the thing about the, the post-traumatic stress syndrome of Vikings QBs sort of has to be, I, I think, in fairness, put on pause here. Like, if these guys prove that they can't, draft one okay we got a problem again mm-hmm. but kevin o'connell's brought in here i'll say it for the thousandth time largely to find this position so he passed mm-hmm. like he's the one that said thanks no thanks that's important yeah yeah 
Uh, one thing on Will Levis, because I flipped on the national shows this morning, Get Up and is it Stephen A's uh, first take after Get Up. It kind of bothers me. They're they're running all these highlight packages now or low light packages of Will Levis throwing interceptions or ducks or not sensing pressure and showing him sad in the green room. And they're picking, you know, Dan Orlovsky is picking apart. Here's why he's not that good. It kind of pisses me off. So he got drafted where he, he's going to get drafted where he gets drafted. And, and I get it. We're all part of the hype machine here, right? But he's incorrectly hyped up. And there's a toe injury thing here that plays into it, too. There was a Chris Mortensen report that maybe he needs surgery on the toe. And, and maybe he thinks he doesn't need surgery. But he was incorrectly hyped. Media and mockers clearly missed something with Will Levis. And there was a couple that said, actually, he's going to fall out of the first round. So there's a, there's a couple that were plugged in enough to know right. how teams felt. Yep. So why now do we have to spend the whole day crapping on this guy? He's going to be a second round pick, probably, whatever. Like maybe he wasn't, maybe he wasn't always destined to be the number two or number four pick. Maybe that was all BS and smoke screens. Maybe that's what the Colts wanted you to think so that they could draft Anthony Richardson instead, right? So like all this. I don't have any like skin in the game on Will Levis, but it kind of pisses me off today that people are just dragging him all morning because oh my god, you know, like he's look how far he fell. Well, it's not his. I mean, okay, people I were wrong. You, I think what what happens in a case like this is though where where the mainstream media and the mockers are so wrong, it becomes a great story now to pick apart. Like like you almost are looking for the excuses. Now, I will say this: if I'm his camp. I'm not nearly as down in the dauber as I think the perception is, because here's why. If this dude is good, he has a four-year contract. He'll be a free agent quicker. Exactly. I I mean, look, Jalen Hurts would have had his fifth-year option exercised right now and still been fighting to get his next contract, Mm -hmm. and he just got a huge one. So, like, this whole perception Mm -hmm. of, oh, if you don't go in, the, the first round is a really nice thing for your ego. But if you think about it, if you prove yourself, and, and I mean, now this is the thing. If you prove yourself, you got a four-year contract. If you're starting, you're going to get paid quicker. That's yeah. not a bad now, thing. Now you're going to make a lot less than you would have as the number two or number four overall pick in the four yeah. years, right? Because right. now, now he's going to make like a, a million dollars instead of nine million dollars. But he'll be fine. It's a lot of money, though. Because yeah, he's going to make it, I think. If you're going to be a bust, that's the thing. If he's a bust, but he's the number four overall pick, okay, cool. He makes 30 or 40, whatever it is. He's done. $40 million. He never has to do anything that he doesn't want to do. If he's a bust as a second-round pick, he probably has to work again. <laughs> Get a job as a college quarterback's coach or something or, you know, or go into consulting. Has, I don't know. Or if he just has one good year and teases teams, get a decent second contract mm-hmm. and then right off, in, into that Carson Wentz yeah. sunset, baby, or Daniel Jones. Daniel Daniel Jones is a, yeah, is a made that's man. A, that's a good one too. Yeah. Okay. We okay. There's a a couple great look ahead quarterback comments and takes here on Feedback Friday. Sort of a, a what's next that we're going to get to. But Judd, our friends at Livia have been helping Purple Daily viewers and listeners lose a lot of weight over the past couple of years. Yep. And as I've been talking about the past few few days, you know. I think there was some. Uh, I think there was some debate 
last night about who's the best player, who should be the first pick. But look, it's the simple. When it comes to your weight loss, Livia Weight Control Centers, as you look at a guy, look at that. Look at that. That, that svelte, good-looking, dapper guy. You know what? Body by Livia. That's exactly right. Dropped uh, 40 pounds more than a year ago now. And the most important thing is they're going to help you keep the weight off. And the other most important thing is right now, they have a deal that's going to have you going into summer looking good, feeling good, and having all all your clothes fit three months free. That's right. Three months for free. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com. L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com. Three months free. That, my friends, is the first overall selection in a weight loss. Wow. And since we're talking about living a healthy lifestyle here, about six years ago, I discovered Athletic Greens products, and it's been a huge boost for my daily nutrition. 75 high-quality ingredients with one scoop mixed in with my water in the morning or sometimes middle of the day. And it's just great nutritional insurance. It takes the place of a multivitamin takes the place of a probiotic. For me personally, brain fog lifted, energy levels heightened, helps with my gut health. It's just a great supplement to help elevate you during the day. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. AG1 from Athletic Greens. AG1 from Athletic Greens. So go to athleticgreens.com slash purple daily for the special. That's athleticgreens.com slash purple daily. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit tombernardshow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, boys. Morgan Haas chimes in and says, screw Will Levis. Trade Kirk on day two of the draft for San Francisco's third. They actually have three thirds. And Trey Lance. Try Trey for a year and be ready to draft a quarterback in the first round of 2024 if Trey doesn't have it. And then David Vessel chimes in. I am confident a post-June 1st trade with the 49ers for Cousins Lance is going to happen. If Lance hits, we got a 10-year starter for cheap. If he sucks or gets hurt, the Vikings are in, in line for an elite quarterback in 2024. I think Dalvin Cook is gone too for 2024 picks, et cetera, et cetera here. So just to kind of frame this, what do you, do you think the Vikings passing on the first round of quarterbacks opens the door for a Trey Lance situation? Well, first of all, that is completely completely reckless and we here at score north i can't say this strongly enough support that type of thinking support that i love those two questions i will say there was one i if i heard 
what you read correctly on the second one, Phil. I think there's a flaw there. He won't be 10 years for cheap. His contract's actually accelerating right now. Uh, he's, what, three years in to his rookie? He's a 2020 draft, right? Yeah, yeah. He has uh, he he has t- three more years of team control. Okay, so that's but the, what but the fifth year option would be a little bit expensive. And that's but what. The, you but get. then you but then you do an extension like Jalen Hurts. You could probably get four years of cheap. Right, right. But I'm saying it's not ten years of cheap. Like he'll he will if he is the the guy he will break the, the bank at some point, which is inevitable. And you sort of want that in some ways. So I'm not even saying it's a bad thing. Um, I think we can't put this past this team. Like, would, would I put, if I was to set the odds, would I put them super high on a Cousins-Lance draft picks trade? I probably wouldn't. But we've talked about this for months. It makes perfect sense. Now, a lot of things would have to come together. Kirk Cousins would have to be able to work out an extension pre-trade with San Francisco. Kirk Cousins, because his no-trade clause kicked in in March, would have to approve it. So, like, there are certainly things that could be sticking points. But... It's worth the discussion of why the Vikings passed on one. Like, un- unless they flat out look at Levis and Hooker and are like, no, they're not that good. We just don't want them. But if they looked at them and said, you know what? They got talent. We like them. But we also have an ace up our sleeve. Yeah, it's worth a discussion. Well, w- one thing to consider. So so Kirk was on this Bleacher Report live stream last night. And was he, Dex, was he on the whole time, do you know? Or was he just? I don't. I, I think he was on maybe like, because he, he made a comment about, the Jordan Addison pick. He liked the uh, Jordan Addison pick. He did. Mm-hmm. Should. So my my question back would be, would Kirk, so Kirk controls whether a trade happens. Would Kirk be on a Bleacher Report live stream praising the Jordan Addison pick if 24 hours later he was going to approve a trade to the 49ers for a 2023 third in Trey Lance? That's why... Yeah, I agree. That is not on the radar at all. I'm sure those teams did have conversations based on the reports that that are out there, but those conversations happened around the combine. I don't think a San Francisco Kirk trade is imminent at all because that dude wouldn't have been on a live stream last night reacting to Jordan Addison, right? Yeah, no, I was thinking it would happen after the draft now. But, but I mean, yeah, I think it's a long shot. I, I fully expect Kirk Cousins now will be the starting quarterback in 2023 and if he does not have playoff success, and yes, I don't mean statistically, folks. I mean actually winning a playoff game and not checking down on fourth and eight. Um, I think he's probably gone yeah. for nothing. Much to your chagrin, Phil. But like that's how I think it's going to play out. And as I mentioned last night, too, we don't know. You know, Just remember this. It's very important. We don't know how Quazy and probably more importantly O'Connell operate. We're assuming that they're going to try to get their quarterback of future soon and i'm sure that they would like that and ideally it would it would come together in the 2024 draft but it shouldn't absolutely shock you if there's a bridge here because i don't think these guys are going to panic and make a move for a young quarterback that they don't absolutely believe can be a 10-year fix and you You can't just mandate that i mean you can work with people and you can draft them mid-round but to your point phil that list is full of, of, of warts and few wins. So I just think we need to be prepared that this doesn't go as absolutely smoothly as, as we probably would like with O'Connell as the coach. But one thing that's really interesting to go back to the Will Levis discussion, and I, 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 I at no point was I ever pounding on the table for Will Levis. It would have been fun at the draft party last night. Right. But I, I understand the flaws. Smarter people than us have kind of documented he doesn't really sense pressure all that well. Most of his completions are in a specific sort of 
intermediate middle of the field area that there's there's some things that need to be ironed out there. So I totally get it. But at the end of the day, this guy was kind of being flirted with as like a top five pick. And, and those projections might have been wrong. But he fell into your lap at 23. At some point, the Vikings this year, and they and they passed on it this year or next year, are going to have to get lucky and have a quarterback fall to them like maybe happened last night or be aggressive and move up. Yep. So it's it's kind of and, – and there's there's definitely options. Like, I mean, hell, could they trade back into the second round and get Hendon Hooker or Will Levis tonight? Yes, they could. Could they just grab a Tanner McKee from Stanford or DTR from UCLA and – you know, bring in a long shot in the fourth round like that to sit behind Kirk. Yes, but to me, that's not a real shot at a franchise quarterback. So they they sort of, my, my point is, they sort of passed on their first of two years mm-hmm. to be aggressive and move up for your franchise quarterback because they don't like Will Levis enough. Yeah, but my point is this. Are there more are there more doors to open than we're thinking of right, right now? I'll give you a perfect example of the fact that O'Connell might like a guy like this to give a chance to Andrew Luck, Ryan Tannehill. Oh, poorly coached, right? Dolphins, poorly coached. And I'm not saying that he is a franchise long-term guy, but you know what? A bridge quarterback. The Titans, yeah, a bridge quarterback, but a younger one who you're developing as well. I'm just saying, I think that we need to be open to possibilities that we're probably not thinking of right, right now. I am going to be curious if the Vikings do try and get another first-round pick at some point in time for 24, though. Because if you have your own and another one, now the possibility of get, getting up to, assuming that those top two quarterbacks stay the top two quarterbacks, at least becomes better. Because you're right. Like, that would be the ultimate thing. I just don't think the Vikings are ever going to be bad enough, stripped down to the studs enough, to actually be drafting first or second in the near future. But you know how this works. You just threw out Ryan Tannehill's name. And there's a bunch of people that are going to hear Judd wants the Viking wants Ryan. Judd thinks Ryan Tannehill is a better option than Kirk Cousins. Cheaper, or, or so, he was initially not. Now. So, to, but to flesh out your logic on this, you're saying, okay, Kirk is gone. You don't need to get desperate. Don't don't do the ponder thing where you get. Oh my God, we have to right. draft a quarterback right now. Right. If you can't get Kirk back on a reasonable deal that that's cheap, quite frankly, and you yeah. probably won't. Would a 30, so Ryan Tannehill's a free agent after the year. He'll be 36 years oh, old, but. No, no, no. But I'm saying him when he came from the Dolphins. I'm, oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm saying like if Trey But Lance, he would also be an available cheap bridge quarterback after the well, season if you needed that. No, but I'm saying like if Trey Lance gets stuck in San Francisco again. Got and it. let's say he doesn't play. And now his contract is basically done with. Would you give him the chance and try and develop him. No, okay. I'm so when Tannehill, who who I think was pretty much a washout with the Dolphins, is like the eighth pick, right? I'm saying at that point in time, would O'Connell identify a group of young quarterbacks who he thinks have not been given a fair shake or coached well? So yeah, not Tannehill now, just a, a scenario like that. No, I'm not saying an old man. Okay. Well, Jared Goff's not He's old. Not that old. Yeah. Well. The, the, the Lions love him, and now they got a linebacker actually, and running back. What could go wrong? Really, pretty good. So yeah, I mean, your I guess your next steps at quarterback here are you you could definitely still draft one tonight or tomorrow, and we'll let that play out. So take a take a flyer on a mid round guy. You could somehow set yourself up for 2024. Although I don't know now that you've 
unloaded your first round pick for Jordan Addison, I don't know that there's a way to like, I guess a Daniil Hunter trade could set right. you up for 2024. That's what I've been speculating at least. Could you get a conditional first round pick or a second? Now you have two first round picks in 2024 and a better yeah. shot to move up. But it's going to be so hard if Drake May and Caleb Williams, who are the two stud quarterbacks in next year's draft, if those guys continue to perform well and stay at the top, those guys are going one and two. So it's possible that if the two teams drafting first and second need a quarterback, like if Tampa Bay goes three and 14 and whoever else, they're just going to draft. You're not going to be able to trade up into those slots. So you might have, you might, like you're saying, you might have to get creative here. Because you again, you passed on the first round quarterbacks. Everything from this point forward in this draft is a quarterback flyer. It's a risk. It's a project of some kind. Mm-hmm. So you you can either get aggressive in the 2024 draft with no real guarantees that you could get Drake May or Caleb Williams, or you get creative with a Trey Lance trade. You get lucky with your development of a of a mid round flyer guy, or you hope that Aaron Rodgers has a weird year in New York. Just like Brett Favre did and 15 years ago. Retires in air quotes, <laughs> but never files his papers. And then the next thing you know, he's in purple. But you keep your options open for that, right? Right. All options. Always. So, so what do you, I guess, just, do you guys think they take a quarterback still in this draft? Dex, go ahead. Uh, they could. They could, but I, I don't think it'll be, if they only make the one pick that they have on day two, I doubt it's a QB. I agree with that. I, I doubt it's a QB. If there's a trade back, Stetson maybe, Bennett's fifth yeah. round, but maybe a maybe a day three flyer. I think with only one pick though on the board for right now, it's it's probably more looking like a day three option. Yeah. If they only if they don't add picks, and and I do expect that at some point in time that they will probably starting in the fourth round or so add picks. But if they don't, and it's five picks, I don't know that they take one. Like if they are I at think, five I, at five I think picks, they do. I don't yeah, know for well, sure. I don't think they're going to make five picks. I think they're going to make six or seven, and I think one of them is like the UCLA kid or so Stetson Bennett or somebody. I should say this. Our guy, um, Scoop Master Darren Doogie Wilson of Channel 5 Eyewitness News, sent me a text that his, uh, his sources informed him that mm-hmm. the Chiefs and Saints both tried to trade up to 23, and the Chiefs definitely had interest in Addison. So like we went through that right with like mm-hmm. hey would would the Vikings bail back to thirty one you could definitely add picks but the Vikings had enough belief and like this kid that they said no so that's an intriguing yeah and nugget of information from Darren to Thor's point last night there's a there's a pretty big drop off once you get past Addison you know, Quentin Johnston Jackson Smith and Jigba once and then Zay Flowers but there was four really good wide receivers. And then a bunch of guys that are on the next tier. So if if you wanted one of those four guys, you trade back with Kansas City. You have to say, well, we're not going to get we're not going to get a really good ready made wide receiver in this draft. Is it worth getting the extra third round pick, but not having the receiver? And they decided no. I'm sure they I'm sure they had those conversations. Right, and ultimately this also proves that um, cornerback and wide receiver weren't as close on the board as we thought, because you could have bailed back to 31 and gotten Joey Porter Jr., who was a top 10 pick in some mocks. And, and you know, as Thor said at the draft party on several occasions last night, like, this kid is good. I take him. Um, but it proves that the draft board uh, at TCO had receiver much higher than yep. cornerback. Yep. So, 
All right. Well, that's just kind of an abbreviated Feedback Friday here. Good question. As we shake mm-hmm. off the, the cobwebs. Yeah, some good. I love the reckless speculation off of that. But all this can change, obviously. And we, and we will be live tonight. We're still sort of formulating exactly what the plan is. But we will be live tonight during the second and third rounds. And we'll probably, because you know, they're not going to make a pick until the 87th pick. But we'll have some fun topics. We'll bring in Tyler. We'll bring in Thor. And we can we can speculate tonight. And maybe we'd even do like a casual vent line, bring people in and kind of react to yesterday. So uh, so we will have some great entertaining live content for you. Judd may be at the XL Energy Center for game six while also doing Vikings duty. That's the plan. Yep. So, yep. yeah. Awesome. I, I will transition from the optimism of the draft to potentially calling for Dean's head by about <laughs> 12, 15 a.m. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So, all right, thanks again to all of you who have helped us build this thing up to uh, a sort of a pinnacle evening last night. We appreciate all of you, whether you watched on YouTube, whether you uh, came out in person. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you later on tonight for rounds two and three. Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment.